Hi, my name is Steph Tranter and I'm a coach and I generally work with people who uh, managers and directors working in business who feeling a bit stuck in their career, maybe at a bit of a crossroads and they're not really quite sure where to go next. The thing is, as I tend to always say, the conversations are never just about their career. And interestingly, this um, this has come up uh, with one of the clients I was working with today. So um, she was telling me about, you know, how she got on with some of the things we talked about her doing uh, last time. And interestingly, she was constantly kind of going, you know, I don't know, I haven't done this and I don't know why I haven't done this. And, you know, we, I wear myself sabotaging myself, you know, why am I not doing the things that, you know, I know are going to help me. And in that, I, I kind of reflected back to her and said, do you know what, you know, when you, when you ask yourself why I'm not doing this, there's a real tone, there's a real judgment, there's a real kind of criticism in your, in your voice, you know, there's a, a real harshness about how you're talking to yourself. Um, and she said, well, that's really interesting, actually, because I am really frustrated. And um, it's interesting you pick up on that because my husband actually said to me recently that I have that tone when I say to him, why haven't you done something? And I've been thinking about it. And actually, one of my team members recently um, we normally get on, we generally argue, but it's always quite a friendly argue. And we always get to the same, you know, a good point at the end. But, you know, I noticed that he got really, really defensive um, in our last conversation. It didn't end well. And when I think back, it's actually, I was questioning some, I know I was feeling frustrated and I was questioning some of the stuff um, that, that he was done. And again, I was asking why, and I think it was probably in that tone. You know, what's going on? I don't want to talk to people like that. Why, why is that happening? Now, this is really interesting because, um, you know, we talked then about, you know, why that was happening and, and what was going on and actually how often we think it's one thing, but actually it's another and you are in control of it. And let me tell you a bit more about what I mean by that. So so she was saying, oh, I get really frustrated, you know, and I, I know I do that. I don't want to do that. So I said, right, OK, well, let's um, by the way, what I'm going to talk to you about is a technique that is really, really helpful um, to when you're trying to manage your emotions and it's something that you can work in the moment so that if you're aware enough of an emotion affecting you uh, and quite a lot of the times we're not because we're just in the moment but if you can get aware of it it can help you have better more productive conversations it can help you just manage situations um, better or you know get yourself out of those situations you can be in a more um, rational, helpful place. So what, uh, one of the things I said to her was, right, okay, well, tell me about how it feels when you, uh, start getting frustrated, you know, just pick any of those examples, um, you know, and, and tell me about that. And she said, well, yeah, okay. What I notice is, um, my thoughts start racing and yeah, so I'd start worrying. I go, so, uh, you know, got this, so if this happens, cause the team member basically hadn't done what she needed them to do. Her boss was on her case about it. She knew if she had it, she could totally nail it in five seconds. And so there's a whole load of frustrations going on about this person and how she could do it. So, but if they don't do it, then this email has got to go out to the whole company. And then they've seen, they might've seen something wrong. And what I noticed was this pattern of her, of her, um, way she was thinking. And I kind of say, well, so it's like a dilla dilla dilla. We had a bit of a laugh because that just sounds silly, doesn't it? But it was uh, it's about noticing the rhythm of her, her words. Said, okay, so we've got some of the things you're saying and how that sounds. What's going on in your body? He said, well, 
you know, she kind of pictures herself back there. She said, oh, do you know what? I get tight. And she kind of showed it. She, she went clenched, you know, I could see her getting clenched. And then she said, and also there's this heat that rises up as she pointed to her stomach all the way up through her chest and up to her head. There's this heat that rises up. I said, this is awesome because what you're doing, <laughs> really, thanks. Thanks very much. You know, <laughs> you're laughing at my, uh, at my frustration. So no, 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 this is awesome because well, one, actually, let's just get clear what the emotion is. Because you said it's frustration, and there might be a bit of that. But what you're describing to me is actually panic. There's a panic in there. And, and panic comes uh, from kind of the fear response. You know, so at the moment, you're having a fear response. And then, then it's, it's coming out as frustration, but it's starting as panic. Um, which is really helpful for us. And this is why I said this is awesome, because it tells us that if you're having the fear response, there is totally something we can do about this. Um, And what's also great about this is you know what signs to look out for. Because quite often we don't think we're in control of our emotions. We don't think, you know, we have to, we kind of become them. We get absorbed by them. We don't think there's anything we can do about them. No, there might be not much you could do the moment you react, but you are in control of your reaction to your emotions. So if you could spot your signs, if you could spot that you know, rhythm of thoughts in your head, if you can spot the heat rising, you can then apply a technique to be enable, enable you to get back to some rational thinking, to you know, diffuse the emotion. Now, I'm, I'm not about ignoring, suppressing, denying, pushing an emotion aside. You know, I think actually that makes it worse. And actually, that's what we often do because we don't like these emotions we feel. But the problem with that is that when the limbic system, which is a part of our, our brain that deals with emotions, when that is over aroused, i.e. you're feeling a strong emotion, it physically stops the part of your brain that does your rational thinking, the prefrontal cortex, it physically stops that from working. And the more you push an emotion aside, the more intenser that emotion will get and the less able you are to think straight. So the strategy and the technique here is all about understanding when an emotion is overwhelming you or affecting you, knowing what those signs look like, and then being able to stop, pause, and do something about it to enable your rational brain to get back into play. Because I totally believe that uh, we can solve any problem, we can deal with anything that comes our way, and we can think our way out of things. But if our emotions overtake us, that makes everything harder. But you are in control of getting your prefrontal cortex back into play. And, and so the technique I described to her was, well, one, be aware when this is happening. And instead of, because she often then says, but then what happens is I ask myself, oh, why are you getting in this state? You know, she's very, she has a real judgmental, and I think we often, you know, we all can be like this, very judgmental, very harsh critic in the way we talk to ourselves. And then sometimes that comes out, as in my client's case, in how she talks to other people. So if you can kind of replace that question with, um, what do I need? You know, instead of saying, why am I like this? Why is this happening? Why, why, why? Actually, what do I need? That could be really helpful. If you can't quite get to that place, the next best thing is to, once you've noticed that the, the heat is rising in your stomach, if, you, if a little ounce of you can just stop that moment and almost imagine you're an observer of the situation and then say, oh, Steph, it looks like you're worrying here. It looks like you're panicking here. It looks like you're feeling frustrated here. 
as soon as you click into that observer perspective, you somehow re-engage the prefrontal cortex and the rational part of your brain starts working again because you've taken yourself out of the emotion and observed it. And by naming it, the science proves by naming it in this way, naming the emotion and articulating it in this way, it totally helps to diffuse that emotion and helps you start to think straight again. So this was the next step that I've set her to do, that to notice. Now she's named her signs. Now she, and they'll all be different for everyone. These might not be the same for you. And they might even be the same emotions you feel. But once you get aware of how emotions show up in you, it's not about ignoring them or pushing them aside. It's about recognising they're there, naming them, and then doing something about it. So by naming them, it will help get you back into thinking more rationally. And it might even then get you to go, right, okay, so I'm feeling this. What do I need? I think I just need some fresh air. I just need to remove myself from the situation. Maybe I just need to take a few deep breaths. So those, um, I just think that was really interesting that I'm talking to somebody about their career. And as I keep saying, it's never just about your career. There's always other things going on. And one of the things I feel really strongly about is helping people manage their emotions better and showing that you are in control. And there are some small quick tips you can tips and techniques and tricks and little things you could do to get back in control manage those things and then the voice that you you know in this particular person's case the voice she speaks to other people in that will change because her feelings will change which will lead to better conversations and better relationships and then hopefully also the voice then that she speaks to herself in becomes softer and kinder less judgmental which has got to be a much nicer place to be within ourselves. So I hope that's been useful. Um, So that's a technique all about diffusing emotions. My name is Steph Tranter and um, I'll speak to you all soon. Take care. Bye.